What's up, guys, and welcome back to The Layup. A lot has happened since our last podcast when we were talking about our predictions for the trade deadline, also reactions, and much more. And now, trade deadline has happened. So, we're going to talk about all the deals and everything that's happened. Sorry it's a little late. Um, I'll try to do it a little quicker next time. Um, But this deadline was a little... It was a weird trade deadline. A lot of things happened that you're like, wait, this guy got traded to this place? But, yeah, we'll get into that. Alright, so here's the full list. We're going to go through each deal. Uh, so then, th- this, I think, was the biggest deal. Uh, Minnesota gets D'Angelo Russell, um, Jacob Evans, Amari Spellman. Warriors receive Andrew Wiggins, 2021 first-round pick, protected number one through three, and 2021 second-round pick. That was a huge trade. I think a lot of people, basketball, trade conspiracy theorists thought that that was going to happen, and it was a big theory. D'Angelo Russell and um, Cat wanted to play together. D'Angelo Russell never made sense in Golden State, maybe for, like, uh, the year where Clay was out, Steph was out, um, but I, I couldn't see that three-guard duo playing together. I just couldn't see it. Andrew Wiggins had a couple good years with Minnesota, then kind of disappeared under higher expectations. And then, uh, I think this was a, a good trade for both teams. Um, Andrew Wiggins will definitely have a much better home, not being relied on as much. Being more of um, what he broke out as, as a slasher. Not the number one scoring option. He'll be maybe the number two, no, number three. Number four, maybe, if they get a big free agent. But they take away D'Angelo Russell's uh, contract. And then another big deal was Miami acquiring Andre Iguodala. Iguodala got traded to Memphis, uh, was thinking of getting bought out um, and going to one of the L.A. teams, thinking of Philly, maybe Miami. But then the trade finally happened for him to go to Miami. Um, This was actually a really good trade, even trade, I think, winners both ways. Andre Iguodala, Jay Crowder, and Solomon Hill to the... um, to the Heat, and the Grizzlies got Justice Winslow, James Johnson, and Deion Waiters. Uh, so, Deion Waiters was well, ha- hasn't been happy in Miami. Justice Winslow's a great player. James Johnson is a bit past his prime, I'd say. Um, but, Jay Crowder's a, a big player from Miami. Good defender. Good sort of heart of the team. They have a lot of those guys. Now they have Adebayo, Jimmy Butler. Um, I see Iguodala coming off the bench more, though. That's a that's a good trade. Iguodala never really wanted to play there for some odd reason, um, so they had to get rid of him at some point. They couldn't just leave him on, on there. And then the Heat get something out of it. They do give up Justice Winslow, who's a good young point guard, but, I mean, you got to give up something, something big, right? This was the weird... This is this next trade. Definitely the weirdest trade uh, this year. Like, what? Um, the Cavs got Andre Drummond, like... The Cavaliers, like, they're the, like, one of the worst teams in the league. They're 15th in the East. I think only Golden State has a worse record than them. Um, and then the Pistons got John Henson, Brandon Knight, and 2023 second-round pick. I don't see Andre Drummond staying here. Um, unless you think that a playoff team can be built around Andre Drummond and Kevin Love and the young backcourt duo of Garland and Sexton. It could work, but... I just don't see Drummond being a big-time player there. I think he gets traded. 
I think he gets traded. Um, but you never know. That was a weird trade. I don't think anyone really saw that coming. They, they were talking about Boston, uh, maybe Houston, but we'll get, there's another huge Houston trade that we'll talk about. Um, LA Clippers, this is a big one too. They got uh, Marcus Morris and Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas was waived by the Clippers. Um, but Marcus Morris, a great bench player coming off the bench, and just another tough, tough-minded player, um, great defensive player that's going to join the Clippers. So they'll have Pat Bev, Montrezl Harrell, Marcus Morris, even Lou Williams um, playing with them. And then the Knicks got Mo Harkless, 2020 first-round pick. This is actually a three-team trade, and the Wizards got Jerome Robinson. So that's where that Isaiah Thomas came in. Um, so that's a that's a good deal. Uh, for the Clippers, I think Morris definitely the biggest player to come out. It'll be interesting to see where I, Isaiah Thomas goes. If he'll sign with the playoff contending team, maybe be that like eighth, ninth man, um, or if he'll just sign with a bad team. Jerome Robinson is young. He's a great defender. Uh, that's good for the Wizards. And then Mo Harkless is a great three and D guy. So next, that's a good pickup. And they got that twenty twenty first round pick. They need all the first round picks they can get. Another one, Philly acquires Alec Burks um, and Glenn Robinson third. Warriors receive three second-round picks, 2020, 2021, 2022. Uh, the Alex Burks and Glenn Robinson is, is a good addition. Alec Burks is a very talented scorer off the bounce. Glenn Robinson also a very good dunker, uh, dunk contest champion, 2017. Um, Atlanta, and then another trade. Atlanta got Dwayne Dedman, who's kind of traveled. He's been everywhere in the league. Um, and then they also got two second-round picks. And the Kings got Jabari Parker, Alex Len. Jabari Parker's been bouncing around a bit, too. He's in Washington, Chicago. now he And then he was in Atlanta after he got injured in Milwaukee. So I don't think he'll ever be back to what he was there. Uh, so not really much to say about just like a swap. Dwayne Dedman will be good. Jabari Parker, if he can get back to where he was, that will definitely be good as well. Uh, Minnesota got James Johnson. Um, James Johnson from the Timberwolves. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, same James Johnson, got traded again. Um, and the Grizzlies received Gorgie Dang, who seems like he's always getting a big contract. Um, so just a, a swap there. Gorgie Dang... Still there, James Johnson's still there, but not too big of a trade. Um, and then the 76ers traded um, one of their bench players, James Ennis third, and to the Magic to get a future second-round pick. Uh, James Ennis will be good for the Magic. He's a great defender, um, and he's improving his shooting. So um, Atlanta acquired Scal LeBissier and cash considerations, and the Trailblazers received a f- future second-round pick. Scalabissier, very athletic, um, played at Kentucky, so he has uh, a good upside to him. Not very good right now, but uh, he's getting better. Memphis got Jordan Bell from that Rockets deal. Remember, they traded Clint Capella for, uh, to the Rockets. Um, we'll, we'll get into that trade in a bit. Um, so, anyway, from that trade, the Grizzlies got Jordan Bell from the Rockets, who they got from that 14 trade, and the Rockets got Bruno Cabal- Cabal- Cabalco in a future second-round pick. 
And then Denver got Jordan McRae, who's who's a great scorer, I would say. Definitely a great scorer um, if you watch some of his Wizards game. And he's improving. The G League has helped him. G League has helped a lot of players. Um, and the Wizards got Shabazz Napier, who's a great scorer. Uh, probably had his best years in Portland, I would say. Um, and then Atlanta acquires Derek Walton Jr., who's been playing a lot. Um, and the Clippers... Uh, got cash considerations. So this this next deal was probably the biggest deal. I already said that one of them was, but this was a huge deal as well. Uh, so this four-team deal. Rockets receive Robert Covington, Jordan Bell, 2024 second-round pick. Hawks receive probably the biggest player on this list, Clint Capella and Nene. So Rockets are pretty centerless right now, as in Bruno Cabalcello or whatever his name is. Uh, Timberwolves got Malik Beasley from the Nuggets, Juan Hernan Gomez, Evan Turner, Jared Vanderbilt, and a 2020 first-round pick, and they got a lot from that. And the Nuggets got Gerald Green, Kieta Batesdop, Shabazz Napier, Noah Vonley, 2020 first-round pick. So Shabazz Napier was dealed again. Um, so my biggest takeaways from those, um, there there was more that happened. Um, uh, Philadelphia waved guard Trey Burke, um, they, Detroit waived Tim Frazier, the Lakers are going to give free agent guard J.R. Smith an audition, a shoot-around, um, Darren Collison said that he would not make an NBA comeback, um, so that is, uh, yeah, um, yeah, but that was a, Pretty crazy day, I'd say. One of the bigger trade deadline days with a, a lot of unexpected things. I think we knew D'Lo was going. Um, it was just a matter of when and how and who. Um, but I think the Rockets need to get a center. Uh, that's my biggest thing here, is they traded away their two centers. Not that Nene is a great center or anything. They have Tyson Chandler, but I mean... Tyson Chandler's very old, and Isaiah Harkenstein, but they're not very uh, stacked up in the center position. P.J. Tucker, 6'5", playing center, so we'll see. But, yeah, so that, that was the trade deadline. But now we're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about some, um, Oh, post All Star post All Star predictions. All right, let's go East. So right now, I see. Um, I don't really see any teams really changing. I I think Philly definitely makes uh, more of a rise. They get, start to get a little more consistent. They seem to be the Celtics of last year, with the inconsistency and high expectations. Toronto might heat might uh, cool down. I don't know if they will. Milwaukee will stay uh, in the top easily, I think, unless some sort of crazy injury to Giannis happens or something crazy happens. Uh, but I don't see Milwaukee leaving. Boston, I think, stays there. So does Miami. They'll fight for that three and four spot. Philly, they might just stay in that five spot. But if if it's Philly, Miami in the first round, I mean, that'd be great. Great series. Indiana will definitely like make more noise than they had. 
the thing for Indiana was just stay in the mix while Oladipo is out. Then Oladipo comes out, comes back, he figures everything out. But Oladipo is a bit timid um, right now. But they got the spectacular play of Aaron Holiday, almost 10 points a game, but he'll, he'll give you buckets when you need it. His brother, Justin Holiday, great shooter, 8 points a game. And then the all-star, DeMontis Sabonis, has really made that leap. 18 points a game, 12 rebounds per game, and has really carried them without Oladipo. But when we get back to Oladipo, he's only averaging 11 points, and he's that superstar. But um, he, he came back. And they thought it was like they were coming back and going to make a rise automatically. But their last three games, they've lost. Close games to Toronto by 1, to Toronto by 11, and to Brooklyn by 1. So they're close. They're close. Um, They just need to clean a few things up. I really like TJ Warren as a scorer. I mean, 18 points a game. He seems to be around that his whole career. Uh, Miles Turner still needs to improve. I think Miles Turner needs to be more of a superstar. But if they have Sabonis, I don't know if they'll really need that. Okay, I'm really focusing on the Pacers right now. Uh, then the Nets. Uh, Nets, it's hard to tell. If Kyrie keeps getting injured, I see them staying in that 7 spot. Uh, but Spencer Dinwiddie should have been an all-star. Uh, 100% should have been an all-star. Um, but, um, but the Nets, but the Nets are a good team, so, um, the Nets, yeah, they have a, they have a good roster, um, but I just, I don't know, I don't really see, I don't really see Brooklyn, I don't know, I don't, I don't know about Brooklyn right now, they're just, they're a confusing team. Uh, I just don't know. They, they they could get better. I mean, I like I like what they're doing. They didn't really make too many trades at the deadline. They they shouldn't have. Wait for Katie to come back, and they'll be they'll be definitely better, definitely better team. Um, but Kyrie just can't keep getting injured. Magic, I I don't know. I don't really watch many Magic games. I mean, who does? Uh, they're kind of in that eight spot. Aaron Gordon's having a great year. Um. And they're just—it's just development for them. Nikola Vucevic again. Um, he's playing great. Um, yeah, and then yeah, the Magic—they might make the playoffs again. They were a bit of a surprise team last year, I would definitely say. Um, but there aren't. There's no real good teams after that. Washington—I don't see doing anything. Chicago. Bradley Beal should have been an All Star. Let's start with that. Um, Chicago. I, I don't know. Zach Levine's playing very well. I could see them slipping in. I mean, they're only they're only four games behind Orlando, and they just need to string a couple wins together. Orlando needs to lose a couple, and then they're back in the playoff mix. Detroit with that trade of Andre Drummond, I don't really see anything. They're talking about waving Reggie Jackson. So this Detroit, lob, Andre Drummond, Blake Griffin, Reggie Jackson era, is, it's ending. They got a young guy in Christian Wood. I really like him. He's a very good basketball player. Hornets kind of dropped. I mean, they looked really good at the start of the year, winning basketball games. They just don't know how to close games. Devontae Graham should have been an all-star. Almost 18 points a game. But I think he's the leader and most improved player. Uh, Siakam could win again, but we don't really know. Rogier, Rogier's playing good as well, seven, uh, almost 18 points a game. So that backcourt, and you come back two years, they're going to be very scary. They already are scary. 
Uh, the Knicks, uh, no, I don't think they'll make the playoffs. But, I mean, it's a possibility. I mean, they're only, it seems like they're so far out of the playoff mix, but they're only six games back, so they string a few games together. Um, and then Atlanta, Atlanta is, uh, about nine games back. But they can, they can come, it's not over. I mean, this is a very close, nine through 13 is very close right now. Um, then Atlanta and Cleveland, I think, are just waiting for next year. I mean, they got Drummond too late to start off the year a little bit better. But I, I can't even. I, I don't even know. Andre Drummond in a Cavs uniform. That's just weird. And same thing. They both got big men. It's just too late to start now. Kevin Herter is playing very well. Same with Collins. Trey Young. They have a very good roster. Mm-hmm. Very good roster. And with Capella, that Trey Young, Clint Capella pick and roll. Man, yeah, it's going to be really good. Um, then in the West, Lakers, I think they stay where they are. Um, LeBron and AD keep playing the way they are, then they stay where they are. Uh, Denver, I think, starts to rise a little bit. After those trades, losing Malik Beasley is definitely key. Um, it's definitely key, but, um, I don't know if it'll really affect them too much. Jokic is playing, like, an MVP right now. Clippers, um... They're, they're playing very well as well. Um, Paul George just came back, so great to see that. Almost 24 points a game. He'll, he'll He's starting to play better, more consistent. I mean, with Harrell, Kawhi, Marcus Morris, that addition is a great addition. Then you got Lou Williams coming off the bench. Um, just great. Jazz playing very well. Um, Jazz and Houston, if they play each other, that'll be a very good series. Very, very good series. Um, they just had a thriller last on Sunday. Bogdanovich at that three. Um, then Houston, I don't know. It's just about consistency right now. I mean, Harden and Russ are uh, defying the odds, playing well. That Covington ad is great. Uh, they they need a center. I mean, if they're talking about Tristan Thompson getting waived, I don't know. Um, if Tristan Thompson get gets waived, they will definitely be the first people to step step up on that. Like. Because they need a center, like, really bad. Um, and then Oklahoma City's in the sixth spot. I don't think any three team is going to want to see Oklahoma City. I mean, they're a very good basketball team with a win-now mindset. With Chris Paul at the point guard, Stephen Adams at the center, and those surrounding pieces, Gallinari, who didn't go away. That was a very smart decision of Oklahoma City. I don't think they're a championship-contending team, but they're definitely a team you do not want to see in the first or second round. Same thing with Dallas. Dallas is, they're almost there, but next year, two years, they're going to be a great basketball team. Um, with the duo of Kristaps Porzingis um, and Luka Doncic. Tim Hardaway Jr., um, he's he's only 27. It seems like he's really old, but he's not. Um, and Dorian Finney-Smith, is he's turning out to be great. He's only 26, so they got a lot of young guys, a lot of young guys. Um, but just wait till next year. You'll see. Um, same thing with Memphis. I, I think they make the playoffs. It would be fun to see them in the playoffs. 100% fun to see them in the playoffs. John Morant. But the pro- the only problem with that is Portland. I don't think Memphis can beat out Portland. They're, they're, they're off to a rough start, but I don't think Memphis can beat out Portland. At the end, at the in crunch time of the season where you have to make the playoffs. I don't know. I don't know about that. 
Same and then Portland, it's just about consistency. Same thing as the Sixers. They, they they're under five hundred right now. Damian Lillard is balling. So, so is Hassan Whiteside. They get a very good roster. Addition of Carmelo Anthony's great. I think C.J. McCollum, C.J. McCollum is going to be the X factor for them. Once C.J. McCollum starts to be more consistent, Trevor Ariza is great for them. So they have a very they have a very good team. A team that could possibly even be like three seed right now. I mean, C.J. McCollum's playing pretty good. He just needs to do that on a night-to-night basis. San Antonio, I hope they don't make the playoffs, not being any sort of bias, but they've made the playoffs 22 years in a row, and it'd be cool for them to not make the playoffs. And this would definitely be the year for them, too. Um, DeMar DeRozan still playing at a very high level. Same with LaMarcus Aldridge. I just don't think that's enough. In a crowded Western Conference, I don't think it's enough to win and get to the playoffs. They could sneak in and get eight uh, if Memphis and Portland don't have a good second half of the year. Same thing with New Orleans. Um, They're tied. Um, They have the same record. Uh, So Sacramento, San Antonio, um, New Orleans, and Phoenix seem to be the teams that are, like, right near each other. Um, But New Orleans with Zion back, they got a little bit of life. Lonzo Ball is playing good. They kept Drew Holiday. Brandon Ingram's an all-star. They've got a good roster, J.J. Reddick shooting. So I think that they, I don't know if this is their year, but next year they get a full year of healthy Zion, then they'll be a team to team to beat. Um, and Sacramento, uh, with that young duo, they they still got to work some things out. Buddy Hield is great. De'Aaron Fox is great. That Rashawn Holmes um, has been great. Marvin Bagley gets injured a lot, not having his best year. Um Harrison Barnes, the addition of Kent Bazemar. Bogdan Bogdanovich didn't go anywhere. Um, Rashawn Holmes is just having a great year. 13 points a game and 8 rebounds a game. But uh, from what he was in Philly and what he is now, it's it's great. Uh, Devin Booker got snubbed from an All-Star. DeAndre Aiden's a great player. Um, Suns Suns are a good team. I just don't think that they're there yet. Um, Next year, if the same thing happens, I think they go in a different direction. They either trade Booker, Booker signs with another team, I don't know. Minnesota, this isn't their year, too late. Give Minnesota a full year, D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns, they make the playoffs next year, they tank this year. Get a get a high pick, What you know, the drill. All right. And then the Warriors, same thing, develop Andrew Wiggins, get him comfortable on the offense. I don't think you even rush Steph Curry back. I think if in March they're still the worst team in the NBA and they don't have a chance to make the playoffs, then you sit Steph Curry the whole year. That's just my opinion. Um, but we'll see what happens, and the All-Star game will be very entertaining. Um, but that, uh, thank you for listening, and hopefully the trade deadline will be this entertaining next year.